You're listening to the Property Nomads podcast, your one-stop shop for property, business, and travel-related content, tying it all together to help guide you towards success. If you like the podcast, please share with others, subscribe, and leave us a review. So get your gear together and let's get going. Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast. And in this episode, we are looking at an update on evictions. Breathing Space Initiative, which the government launched in May of 2021, and also a brief market update. As you can well imagine, it's all a bit pandemonium-y at the moment. I've just made that word up uh, due to inflation, uh, bits and pieces that are going on as well. Uh, For more in-depth information on inflation, check out the episode next week on why property investors should love inflation. Now, we all know what's been going on in the last year or two. It's been, you know, a bit up and down, uh, pandemics here, pandemics there. Um, you know, it's changed the way that we think, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And as a result, there's been a, a massive backlog uh, across a, you know, pretty much globally. One of the things in property that has been affected, uh, rightly and wrongly, depends on what side you want to, you know, be on. One thing is evictions. Now, we had an episode a while ago with Alex Cook of uh, Helix Law speaking about this, talking about the backlog at the time, this is a few months ago, about the backlog of cases that are, are building up, building up, building up, building up. Obviously, with you know, COVID restrictions and protocols, it's been difficult for courts to be able to be as efficient as they normally are. And, and that's created an awful lot of challenges. And they're going to continue moving on as well. But in terms of evictions, a couple of key things that you need to know. And evictions are something that they're part and parcel of property. We will all go through them at some point. I'd be surprised if you never go through one, at least one in your life. Chances are you'll go through one. I think people that get into property um, thinking it's all, you know, roses and pots of gold and leprechauns, all that sort of stuff, um, you know, Every now and then you're going to have a bit a dose of reality uh, dealing with a problem tenant uh, is going to be one of those things. But evictions, uh, you've got your section 21s, you've got your section 8s, all of that sort of stuff. As a result of COVID, the law or vice law, etc., was that a notice period gone up to six months. And the reason for that is to protect tenants, protect everyone involved so the notice period was in general six months well that's now been reduced down to four months this is effective as of the first of june so by the time we listen to this it's already in effect so that six month period has now gone down to a four month period however notice periods for serious cases uh, do remain much lower so for example if uh, you've got a tenant that is causing Antisocial behaviour, that notice period could be pretty much immediate, up to four weeks. Uh, Something like domestic abuse in the social sector, uh, that notice can be anywhere from two to four weeks. Same with uh, a tenant providing false information, false statements, anything like that. If you're unfortunate enough to have a tenant that's got over four months of accumulated rent arrears, then the notice period is four weeks. If there's been a breach of immigration rules or the right to rent scheme, which 
given travel restrictions, it is unlikely, but not impossible, then you've got a two weeks notice. Uh, and if, uh, again, you're in the circumstance uh, where a tenant has died, then you've got a two month notice period as well. A notice period for cases where there are four or more months of unpaid rent, uh, that notice period will reduce to two months from the 1st of August as well. The other thing that the government introduced, and this is back in May, was the Breathing Space Initiative. Uh, as usual, the Gov website's got quite a lot of good information regarding this. So there's a link in the show notes to the uh, general advice that they're handing out to creditors, so landlords, etc., etc., etc. And there's a link to that in the show notes. Have a good read through that. A lot of it's being uh, developed as, as we speak anyway, but the nutshell very simply is uh, the Debt Respite Scheme, aka the Breathing Space Initiative, came into force on the 4th of May 2021. And it basically gives someone, it gives someone who has got debt issues the right to legal protections from their creditors basically give them legal protections for up to 60 days, i.e. the creditor yourself is not able to take action for 60 days. Again, there's two sides to this argument. It, From a landlord's point of view, if you're in the situation, you know, you want to get your tenant out, at the end of the day, if you're renting out property, you want your cash flow to come in, you want your income to come in, I understand that this is going to be an absolute big pain in the ass. Flip side, uh, if you're you know, if you are a tenant and you're in financial distress or disarray, you know, these sorts of times are about working together. And so this respite for, for them, if you're in that situation, can be crucial. So there are both, there are two sides to every story. Um, for myself, I'm just going to sit on the fence um, and leave your judgment down to yourself. Anyway, all of that being said, that is in brief what the Breathing Space Initiative is. The guidance for creditors, a great read, a really informative read as well. The link for that will be in the show notes, so go and check that out. Any Section 8 notices that have been issued and served on a tenant from the 4th of May 2021 must include details of the Breathing Space scheme, course there are many activists out there property activists out there people like generation rent are actively encouraging tenants to check all of the paperwork to make sure that all the details etc are correct because as you probably know already that if there are issues with the paperwork if there are issues with the way that the paperwork has been processed or that there is an error then that could make the whole section 8 protocol the whole section 8 thing void anyway so yes activists are encouraging people to look at all their paperwork if there's an error uh, it means you're probably going to be back to square one so the advice from ourselves to you is the same uh if you want to do it yourself uh, and look at your youtube videos etc etc by all means do that however chances are it's probably better to go to a specialized property solicitor uh where for a fee they can do these things for you that might make your life a lot easier. Same with evictions. We are not experts on evictions, Aaron and myself. We would always recommend you 
uh, get involved in your local landlord group. Uh, for ourselves, it's a humble landlord association. But also, you know, do check in on the social media groups. Uh, do speak to experienced people uh, with regards to this as well. Again, a specialist property solicitor uh, will be up to date with all of this information as well. Go and find one and have a chat with them. In terms of the general house market, you've probably seen a multitude of, of articles on the wonderful BBC um, that we have and also other great websites such as Property 118. Prices are going up, house prices are going up, which is not overly surprising given that is pretty much what inflation does. I mentioned this in last week's episode with a lot of the podcasts that have been recommended uh, last week are uh, looking at macroeconomic issues, are looking at supply and demand, currency printing, how governments have reacted to this global pandemic, etc. etc. Again, two sides to the fence. Uh, people are either going to believe what they're reading or they're going to think it's all a bit of a conspiracy. I normally go with the latter on this, that I do think that there is a, a doomsday coming up. There is uh, going to be a case of Armageddon coming up in due course because of modern macroeconomic, uh, modern monetary policy and modern monetary theory. But this is not the episode for that. Go and check out next week's episode about inflation uh, for that information. Anyway, point of that little sidestep, that little rant being that it is not surprising to read or to see that the house prices in this country are going up again because of inflation. Not overly surprising. The question is, is, is this growth sustainable? Most people think that it isn't. If you look at everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, people are, are looking at everything that's going on. And then people are looking at housing markets and quite a, uh, a lot of stock markets and, and looking at it and going, there is no way that the housing market and the stock market should be in the positions that they are. It doesn't make sense. It's almost like it's being falsely propped up. If it's being falsely propped up, when's that bubble going to burst? And we all know what happens when a bubble bursts. It's going to be pandemonium. However, that is not necessarily to say that the market's going to burst next week and it's all going to come tumbling down. One thing that we have to bear in mind in the UK is stamp duty. And again, with what the government's done in stamp duty, having a, you know, trying to boost the UK property market, that's created a hell of a lot of demand. As you probably know already, people have found it quite difficult to uh, find good deals uh, from an investment point of view. Uh, that demand, of course, then pushes up prices as well because the supply of housing in this country is well below where it should be. Supply of housing in the UK is much lower than demand. Therefore, prices go up. Economics 101. Other reason as well is regardless of what you think politically, the UK is quite a stable market in terms of housing, in terms of things like that. Uh, the reason being we have quite a decent legal system. Uh, you know, over a thousand years of legal bits and pieces being in place it does stand the test of time. And that I'm not just saying that from an English point of view or from a UK point of view. I know sometimes it could be a bureaucratic nightmare, but when you speak to other people uh, from abroad that look to invest in in the UK, that they will say pretty much the same thing. There is political stability generically 
in the UK. And that's not bad considering since 2016, uh, you know, we've dealt with three prime ministers, two general elections, a fallout from the EU uh, referendum, uh, the formal Brexit process, which of course it will probably go on and on and on, uh, and also uh, this thing called COVID. Considering we've dealt with all of that, and in a time of fear as such, people will naturally gravitate towards safe haven assets. Uh, the UK is considered one of them, and quite rightly so. If you look at the long-term performance of bricks and mortar as well, our land registry data suggests that the average house price has risen from about 50,000 in 1990 to 250,000 in 2020. So if my maths is correct, that's a 500% increase in 30 years, which isn't bad. So yeah, getting into the property market at some point, uh, sooner rather than later, having the asset is good because that is the way that long-term wealth can be generated. Uh, all of that being said, when it comes to looking at articles about house prices rising, how quickly they're rising, what's going on, oh my God, it's doom and gloom. Uh, you know, apparently within the last 12 months, it's been about eight or 9%, which is quite steep. Again, it's not surprising. You just have to consider why that is the case. Uh, why that is the case in the UK, two things. Number one, stamp duty, uh, relief being imposed by the government, uh, and also uh, modern monetary theory. Supply of housing is much lower than demand. Government have boosted demand, therefore prices increase. And also with the amount of currency uh, that's being printed, uh, billions and billions and billions and billions of pounds, the government is looking to create inflation uh, in order to inflate away the debt that they are also creating as well. So that's my opinion of why house prices are as they are, and that will probably happen into the foreseeable as well. Just don't be put off by all of this. A uh, reason that you shouldn't be put off by all of this is because the positives should outweigh the negatives, i.e. the purpose of obtaining a buy-to-let property or adding to your portfolio or starting your portfolio in the long run, that is going to far outweigh um, all the negatives. Uh, don't let fear take over you in this situation. Go out there and start investing. Anyway, in a nutshell, that is the episode. That is... Evictions covered, uh, latest on evictions, the Breathing Space Initiative that was introduced in 2000 and 2021, of course it was, in May 2021, and also their generic market update. Next week, we are looking at inflation, uh, why as a property investor, you should love inflation. Uh, again, ignore the negative news at the moment. We'd just like to say a massive thank you uh, for taking your time out to listen to the show. We do hope that the information that we provide you. We hope that it helps you. We love hearing feedback from people. If you've got suggestions about episodes, things that you want to hear on the show, or if you've got a funky story and you want to appear on the show, we're open to that as well. Easiest thing to do, email me at rob at tpnpodcast.com. If you like the show, enjoy the show, please do share it with other people as well. Also a five-star review on iTunes would be wonderful. And that helps to boost the ratings and gets more people, more ears listening into the show. But look out for inflation next week. And until next time, hasta luego.